I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR, talent acquisition consultant, and accredited virtual presenter for all of your virtual engagements, as well as the host of Speak to Me First podcast show. And I want to just a huge shout out to all of my listeners who happen to be international. Yes, I'm very excited about that. So I want to really thank you for listening so far away from me. (laughs) Well, you know what? What I wanted to talk about today on the Speak to Me First podcast show where most of my content is really centered around uh, resilience. That's the number one, resilience. Whatever you've gone through, whatever you've been through in your life, in your educational life, your career life, your family life, whatever part of your life you can even imagine, without you even knowing it, if you think back and wonder how did you get this far after all that you've been through? on a personal level or professional level. You just have to think about that as you can't believe it. But then when you sit down and start talking about it and talking about it to other people, in this case, I enjoy interviewing podcast guests that have that story. You know, I really do. And there are multiple stories out there, including my own. And that's really what my podcast is really all about. Yes, I have the background in HR, human resources. That is true. Yes, I'm a motivational speaker. Some people call me an inspirational speaker. And I do things on a virtual level. Webinars, speaking engagements of all kinds in all industries and for any size audience. But what I love the most about my stories, and as I said, we all have some to tell, I have multiple stories of hashtag resilience. And in that regard, it really is all about resilience. And why is it all about resilience? Well, because it's very important to talk about your stories of resilience so that you can, not only that you can also empower other people, you can empower no matter what. So that's the good news. And we learn from one another, right? We all have to learn from one another. Your story, I can learn something from your story, and you hopefully can learn something from my story. And as I said, it's really plural. It's stories. And despite how difficult the challenge, challenges that you may have gone through, and that you're still here and you can stand up and talk about it, that is more than a blessing. It is just phenomenally extraordinary and so 
the uniqueness comes in the form of because we're all different from different backgrounds, etc. You grew up different maybe than the way I grew up, right? Or was reared in the home, on the home front. You, your stories may appear to be similar, but they are still a unique entity of all that you've come to know about who you are and where you are going. And then last but not least, from a coaching's perspective, as you know, I am a certified life coach, you have to understand or create a path to how you're going to get there, to your destination. So with your stories and your multiple stories of resilience, but you also have a destination. What is your journey? What will it be all about? Those are the things I love to talk about. And so today, I want to really just go back to something, and I probably have a podcast out there from earlier podcasts, regarding resilience and regarding starting from somewhere and ending up in a positive place. And I'm all about the positive. I've seen the negative. I've been around negative people. In fact, truth be told, I probably had a negative attitude myself for a very long time and not understanding why. Why was I so negative? Why was I not being encouraged? Why was I not even trying to motivate myself? So even as a motivational speaker, I will say this and I will answer my own question of the why. Even a motivational speaker needs motivation. For those of you in the back, for my speakers and my authors, both near and far, national and international listeners, you have a story, you probably have multiple stories, there were some times where you weren't encouraged, you didn't feel that you were getting the support from family and friends, and I've been there, and as a matter of fact, I'm still there on some level with that as well. But I'm not bitter, I'm better. Again, I'll say that for those of you in the back. I'm not bitter, right? I'm better, not bitter, (laughs) with a smile. And that's what I love about the journey, the journey of life, the journey of moving forward with no matter what. And if you've read my bio and you've learned a lot more about me or a little more about me, I'll never shy away from the fact because I've done that before in my earlier years. The most traumatic loss psychologically, right? Psychologically. You can Google that, look it up, it's verified. Psychologically, the most traumatic loss, grief and loss, comes from the loss of a child or children. So, with that said, I've been through that. I've been through that. In my early 20s, I lost my daughter, 
who was a two-year-old toddler, aged, to congenital heart disease. So, my daughter, Kiana, that was her name, spelled with a Q, was beautiful, vibrant, little girl. And when I think about that, and that alone, forget about the fact that I've been through multiple job loss and, and through mergers and acquisitions. Um, I know what it is to be bullied or on the, in the schoolyard. I mean, I grew up in New York City, Brooklyn. I'm representing both. Brooklyn, Queens, raised in Brooklyn, New York. And those schoolyards weren't easy or the easiest to deal with. So, yeah, I was in the hands of a bully. <laughs> So I've been through that too. I understand what it means to come from a single parent home. Middle class, by the way, single class, single parent home. Raised by my mom, not raised by my dad. But I do know my father's family. Yes, I know my father very well and did all of that. And um, blessings and God rest their soul to both my, both my mom and my dad, which I absolutely lost. Um, at an early age, both of them. So I get all of that. So I know and understand the grief and the loss. I understand job loss, which is why I talk so much about human from a human resources standpoint about finding a job, being fired, furloughed, let go, you name it. They all have different codes and meanings. But what really comes down to it is you, you're not at that job anymore for whatever reason. And sometimes it's not anything bad. It's just that something just happened. And I'll tell you this. That's a story. Imagine you going to work. Brand new job. Just happened to be HR. <laughs> financial services industry. And putting on one sneaker. Because I used to put on sneakers because I'm running to the train and all of that stuff. And this is actually in the Boston area. Gigantic uh, financial merger that happened many, many years ago. And I, you have to imagine, I was putting on my sneakers one day, one morning, getting ready to go to this brand new job. And guess what? That brand new job never happened. Well, put it this way. It did happen. I went to the job. I showed up on time. I'm an HR professional. Of course, I'm going to be on time. Dressed well. It's corporate environment. Loved it. And imagine going into the new hire orientation. New hire orientation which I myself was part of conducting the new hire orientation as it was my first day of being with that company. So I'm ready to, you know, in my home, getting dressed, put that one sneaker on with a sock first. I kid you not. I hadn't even put on the both of my 
uh, sneaker attire. And um, the TV's on, and you know how sometimes in the morning, or if you're like me, I like in the morning, I'll, you might turn on the TV and the radio and everything else. I just blast everything. And I'm listening, and I'm looking, I'm saying, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like breaking news. And it really was breaking news. And the breaking news was really all about this particular financial institution who was going through, had just announced a major, major, major lay, well, I don't say layoff, but they announced a merger. Now, since then, this company has merged with two or three financial institutions over, you know, well over 10 years ago. So, I could not believe it. Now, again, I'm sitting there trying to just get my sneakers on because I put them on, get to my car, drive to the station where you get the train, you know, anything about the Boston area, you know, and at that time, I was probably, I wasn't exactly in Boston, I was really on the other side of the river, which is Cambridge, right? So if you're familiar with Cambridge, it's the famous Harvard University, and MIT is there, you know, huge universities, historic. And the last thing I remember that day, because everything that, my whole mood, my everything changed on a day that I was supposed to start this fantastic uh, HR opportunity and lead people to matching careers and everything regarding talent acquisition. But then I saw the news and it was breaking news. A merger. The merger was announced. I said, you got to be kidding me. It can't be. It just couldn't be. I would not believe it that it could be. The fact that I accepted a job and the first day of the job that I walk into this job, because clearly I still went to that job that morning, walked into the HR, you're shaking hands at that time, you know, this is no COVID, we're talking years ago, okay, never even heard of COVID at that time, shaking hands and getting ready, and they say to me, well, good morning, Toy. We're so happy you're here. We have the, one of the largest, I believe, one of the largest or fairly largest orientation day. New hire orientation. And we want you to be right there in the thick of everything. We want you to help get these new hires on board. You'll be talking about the company and, you know, all of this stuff. So I was part of this team. And they rotate the teams that was doing the new high orientation. However, I, it was my starting day. I never even imagined that I would be doing new high orientation other than filling out my paperwork. So again, that is a longer story for me to tell you. Imagine when things happen out of your control, it can change and alter how you feel, perhaps your mood, um, you, you know, you're a little down for that moment, maybe even a couple of days, depending on what you've gone through. 
And it wasn't as though a person had passed away or anything, but it felt like as soon as I walked in and before I even walked in the door, it was like, oh my goodness, that's a dent in my career. Does this mean I have to look for a job all over again? I mean, those are the thoughts that went through my head, even as an HR professional at that time. So to say I was motivated probably would be not true. (laughs) I wasn't motivated to do anything other than, okay, how am I going to get through this day? At that moment in time, I probably wasn't even really thinking about the employees. But now that I look back, I had to realize and say, wait a minute, I'm not the only one going through this. Imagine the employees, they were starting their jobs on the same day. So when I looked at it more closely that way, and again, folks, it's all in how you look at things to keep you motivated and and positive energy flowing. You have to think about, instead of worrying and talking about what you don't have, you don't have this, you don't have that, I don't have enough money, I don't live in the best place or the neighborhood or what have you. My family isn't speaking to me. And a lot of us, this is true. Think about what you do have. Think about what you can control. Think about what is your real life's purpose and the journey of how are you going to get there. Knowing who you are, what are your plans, what are your strategic plans. You know, what are your strategies on how are you going to get to a place of your good? You're good. You know, when someone asks you, how you doing? I'm good. You have enough on your plate food? I'm good. And when you get to that level, instead of saying good, you can elevate that to I'm great. How are you today? I'm great. Right? So, again, all those years ago, and this is still very much in my mind. I know we like to push things in the back of our minds, especially with grief and loss. And when you lose a job as an HR person uh, career-wise, that was my primary background, still is my primary background, but I speak on career development and life skills and all of those things. But the tools that I utilize to keep me grounded is really, what, is, what about today? There's another day coming, and I need to focus on moving forward. It doesn't mean you forget the past. It just means that you are moving in a direction where the past or past mistakes does not hold you down or hold you back in any way, shape, or form. That is the place that you want to get to emotionally, psychologically. And as an individual who clearly you have uh, things that you're thinking about, how well um, you can get things done and you want things, you want to be successful. Yes, every single day. When I get up, I'm thinking about how to be successful or how to be more successful than I was yesterday. And what will bring me to that point of being 
successful, meaning I've had a successful day. I finished a project. I followed up with someone. I'm networking virtually, of course, with COVID, a lot of that. But again, just still staying on track with what I need to get accomplished. So that's it. And you have to get to that place as well. You have to get to that place. You have to get to a place where you're fine with your great. And that you actually find your greatness within your journey. Now, some of us may have a journey that's much longer than others. Right? So you have to think about that. You, you We're not going to be on the same journey. Stop trying to compare yourself to others. Um, for me, sometimes the way I feel, for obvious reasons... Um, again, you know, having the loss of my daughter many years ago, I was in my, you know, early 20s when this happened. So, of course, I'm much more mature now. And, but again, I get it, but I still can feel sometimes, well, I'm alone in this because, you know, this, I, you know, put it this way, none of my friends, it didn't happen to any of my friends. It just happened to me. I don't have any close friends that this has happened to. So in that regard, that's where I feel like, wow, I'm just the only one, you know, and that can happen. And for years to come, I can still feel that way. But I understand that moving forward that, you know, I have to heal in my own sense, in my own way. And you too, when you're going through something in your journey, um, especially something, you know, of grief and loss, you have to find your uh, skill set, if you will, of how you're going to deal with that, um, whether it's emotional trauma, career trauma, you lost your job, somebody got, they fired you. Um, maybe you too walked in one morning uh, thinking this was the job of your life and you were going to be there for 20, 30 years retiring. But in actuality, which I didn't say, was that at the end of one year, it did result in a layoff. And that was all due to the merger because they already had a full team of HR people. So anybody was the last ones to come on board, including myself. Um, many of us were gone after one year, maybe a couple of months. But the mood had changed amongst everyone that was working there. It didn't change so much for the people that had been on their jobs 10 and 20 years because they were thinking, well, they're just going to give me a package. And some people think that way, more financial in those crises versus, well, okay, you'll have the money, but you won't have the job. And now nobody knows you. you got to go to another job. You have to start all over. So again, but it's life. And sometimes we do have to start over. So, again, you know, today, really, I said all of that to say this. It really doesn't matter the journey that you're on. What matters is how are you going to move forward and achieve success in your own way. And knowing who you are 
and what you are all about. Your passion. What do you love to do? What would you do if you weren't getting paid to do it? Who you are really deep inside from an emotional standpoint. Who are you really? You're not just your name or attached to a, a, a number, social security number or whatever it is. You're more than that. And you should think more than that. And once you figure that out, every single journey in your life will be better. You will accomplish more goals. You will be able to network better and connect with people that have your best interest at heart versus the ones that only want to take, take, take and not give. It will come to a level of greatness. Greatness. So two things today. Number one, know who you are. Give you three things. Know who you are. Number two, exercise. Exercise your mind. Exercise your brain to connect emotionally to whatever you want to do in life. Give your emotional intelligence an opportunity to have the best life as you move forward in it. And number three, you have to remember one thing and one thing only. You have another chance to get it right the next day. And what I mean by that is you may not have finished that project today. You may have had a bump or stump in the road, an obstacle. But as long as you have that positive thought process, your energy is elevated on a positive level, you can achieve any goal that you set out to accomplish. And then some. And that, my podcast friends and listeners, is my story of hashtag resilience. You too have a story of hashtag resilience. And this is your time to shine and share. I wish you well. I thank you for listening to the Speak to Me First podcast show today, which was all about resilience, all about the mindset, all about the emotional intelligence and what it takes to be successful in your own right. You want to connect with me or you're interested in having me speak to your audience? Check me out. Check out my website at TJV Empowers You. The letter U.com. Again, TJV 
EmpowersYouTheLetterU.com. That's my website. You can follow me, connect with me on all social media platforms. If you are interested in a 30-minute complimentary coaching call, make sure you connect on my Facebook page. Just pull me up, Toy Johnson Vincent. I have a page out there. Connect with me there and schedule your 30-minute complimentary coaching call. You will find that scheduling calendar on my Facebook page. Check out my videos, uh, perhaps 20 to 30 some odd videos out there on YouTube for career development and life skill journey topics. And again, if you have a webinar coming up or speaking engagement or an event and you're looking for a motivational speaker that really cares about audience results, that would be me. And again, I look forward to hearing from you. Make sure you share and like my podcast show which can be found on Anchor FM, Breakers, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and many more platforms. Thanks again to my international podcast listeners. I love you. You're great. That's wonderful. Tell more people. And again, if you are interested in being a guest on my show, Speak to Me First podcast show, make sure you message me or you can actually go to my Facebook page and do that as well. So, I look forward to the next show. And you know what I say at the end of my show. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR consultant, an accredited virtual presenter, and of course, your podcast host for Speak to Me First podcast show. Remember this. Success, success is in your future. Bye for now.